Hey everyone, welcome to the Withering Effect episode 167. Today's date is January 21st, 2023, and I am Duds or Duds Versus, known to the rest of the interwebs. And I'm Jimbo. You may know me as Jimbo Slice 23. So what have you been up to recently, Duds? I, I have written down lots of Channel 64, mm-hmm. but it's been such a long time. My second episode of my single player world might have actually been included in there too, but I almost start with the kind of depressing news, I guess, a little bit, and the fact that I think I'm going to stop doing my single player series as it's not getting a ton of coverage or views or anything like that. So I think I'll leave that world as to maybe a stream world or a fun place for me to hang out whenever I need to decompress. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to worry too much about it. But on the Channel 64 side, I've been doing a ton of work over there. My base is finally coming together. I saw. Yeah, you saw the episode this morning. Mm-hmm. And I've been working in the Great Hall. And the Great Hall is one of those... It was like when I would built that mountain on a Ripple Season 3. It's one of those I just have to like chip away at it. You, you can't do a ton of it with it. Because the way I build and do videos, it, it literally was me working in that Great Hall just about every day except for maybe three or four days for the last two weeks, an hour at a time. <laughs> so there, there's a lot of little things I do. And not to mention, if you watch the video, I rebuilt a whole section of it twice. Hmm. <laughs> that didn't work out great. But I love the way my base is looking. I know, I know what I want to do with the ceiling. I need to meet up with KC because I need some of his supplies that he supplies. That'll help finish off the ceiling. I don't know what to do with the floor, though. Like, it's just this big, flat area, and the thing that comes to mind is that fog effect floor, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure I want that. Originally, this was the original plan. Okay. Every farm in the base was going to dump into like this water contraption in the middle of the Great Hall, and then it would scoop up and then go to an individual storage area. But then I, des- I, uh, I like the CAS storage system more, so I designed my storage room around it. Mm. and kind of dropped the giant water basin floor idea. I don't know. I'll have to figure something out. Yeah, you always go in with like a rough plan. Yes. With base building, you know, and then just kind of chip away at it, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like to do it. Yeah, there is a, there is a lot of behind the scenes. I'm going to put this here, so how much room do I need to leave here? I'm going to put this here. Can I squeeze this in between this? Like the next episode, I will be building a bamboo farm to power my furnace array just because I'm tired of having to worrying about digging every little bit of coal I come across. <laughs> mm-hmm. Normally I, I build a blaze farm and that's what powers all my furnaces. But I was like, with bamboo becoming more important, maybe it's, it's worth building a bamboo farm and building one efficient enough to work my furnaces because I don't smelt a ton of things. So giving the fact that I'm usually always in my base working on something the farm should be able to fuel it pretty well. So I've got that. I'm like, can I fit this in here? But I also want to have access to it in case I want to build with bamboo. And then I'm going to, basically the farming district is what I think's next. And I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know I want to be able to trade with villagers to get golden apples. I want to be able to trade to get more emeralds and use that as my XP repair system instead of having a farm or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to I've got to come up with that. It's like everyone normally does the carrots, potato, villager farm, and you trade with those to get emeralds and stuff. But it's like, I don't think I really need all of that. And if I'm already having villagers to trade with, I don't want to put villagers in there that I don't need. 
I know I need a wheat farm so I can make some more packed mud. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'll have one of those in there. I don't know. I, I'm thinking a watermelon pumpkin farm in there. I am in a jungle, so it kind of works, <laughs> at least for the watermelon. Right. Yeah, that, that's what's on my plan. What about your plans? Because your plans, or what you've done, is more interesting. Yeah, it's uh, my plans that pretty much have to reset because earlier this week, by the way, work wise, this is my first day off since last recording Mm -hmm. worked all through last weekend, but I managed to find time to like sit down and I wanted to edit, start editing my episode. I have footage from before, you know, our ancient city raid. There's other clips that I added. Even I, I died once and went back to find my stuff with the recovery compass for the first time end up dying again (laughs) this is this is good footage and i can't find it can't find can't find any of my previous recordings i don't know if i deleted them i did delete some things like old footage and it may have been in there i can always go to my recycling bin and try to recover this but i'm also thinking this could be a good opportunity for me to start fresh yes i had big plans in order to develop these big plans i needed to get things in order on the server and most of it wasn't playing the game it was you know setting up pretty much staging the area to be i don't know to make my scenes and scenes making scenes is completely different than playing the game and i'm kind of missing playing yeah you know that's pretty much what it is i i have built one thing so far a little bit off of that one thing but i have a beautiful area on the server yep that is where i want to build my base and i haven't even been there yet i think i flew there once I want to put out, I've been to Jimbo's area more than he has. Oh, yeah. And it is the most beautiful place on the server. Yeah. And, and I, I want to build there. Like, this is where I want to be. I, but the thing is, I had to go through my skits, my scenes, my storyline to get there. And even the storyline that I have in place, it's still going to be a couple episodes before I get there. And I haven't even edited the one that I, I planned on editing. So I'm thinking about starting fresh and go back to the basics you know just start playing the game recording playing the game yeah nothing fancy i still have a little bit of editing skills i could use without the storyline so Mm -hmm. it still should be good quality i don't know i feel like in order for me to get back into the groove that's what i gotta do i i jumped on there today i started setting up a little bit of stuff to where i can move out and i think i'm going to move forward with those plans so my storyline that i had in place is going to change and it was such a good storyline i was so happy about it i was so excited to do it but you know once you get to the point where playing the game or where you don't get to play the game and the game becomes work you know i i work hard at my job and then i come home and when i look at minecraft i think of work i have to do this is more work on top of work yes and i don't want it to be like be like that i don't want it to be that way i want to play the game i want to have fun i want to record and share these moments that i have playing the game and with others man you are tugging on some heartstrings let me tell you yeah that's exactly what i went through for a while and i just basically backed it up i went back to as simple as gameplay and recording footage as i used to do i will have some episodes where i feel like hey maybe i should focus on the story this episode i've got one episode already in the back of my mind where i'm gonna do that and little little tiny skits here and there i can throw into Mm -hmm. but you're right like we i was sitting down even with the podcast this is one reason why the 
podcast is formatted the way it was. It just felt like work. And we are not full time in any of this. Like, right. we're going, you're in my jobs are very physically demanding i'm over here limping around because i've hurt my hips somehow <laughs> and your hours are way worse than mine i couldn't do what you did and come home and even enjoy minecraft just as a game and not even worry about recording yeah i just get back to what made the game fun for me and that's what i'm doing sounds like that's what you're gonna do and i can't wait to see what comes out of it yeah i noticed when i was watching minecraft content like i've started watching a little bit more minecraft content lately and i noticed i'm enjoying the episodes where there's not as much breaks in the gameplay and storylines and stuff i'm enjoying the gameplay right if that's what i want to watch and why not record like that i watched etho's latest episode where he just goes around doing chores around his base and that was some of the most fun in minecraft i've had in the longest time same with tango and his create series because there's really not it's just them building and create they're not doing any kind of i guess shenanigans would be the big yeah big thing it, it doesn't really fit but to me minecraft it's the building aspect it's the gameplay aspects that really entertain me the other stuff's fun but you're right in that it feels like a lot more of the content out there is dominated by for lack of a better word shenanigans mm-hmm. than so much gameplay and i don't really want to blame minecraft as a whole i think it's just that the updates aren't as fast as they used to be or as we expected so the gameplay is taking a back seat or maybe that's just what you YouTube content is nowadays, and we are outliers. Maybe. Who knows? Anyways, should we go ahead and uh, hop into the news? Uh, yeah. So this is one of the big segments that's changing. Normally, we'd go through the entire snapshot list and stuff that came out, and we're not really doing that anymore. We're just going to pick some stuff we like, mm. some stuff we think's interesting. We did have a snapshot come out this week, which was the 119.4 snapshot. I could have sworn we were done with 119 snapshots. Like, I thought we were moving on to 120. Right? That's what I thought. Maybe I was wrong. But the big there's a lot of, again, background work going on this, a lot of coding and stuff. One of the big codes that comes out is the ride command. So you can make entities ride other entities. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what you want. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's anything I'm going to mess around with. No. I'm not a big command, you know, using commands type of player. Yeah. I, I would like to learn a little bit more about it. But yeah, the ride command, it looks cool, but I just don't see much use of it. Yeah. My big thing is, I was like, oh, sweet. We get the ride command. We'll finally get to ride Ravagers. Nope. Still can't. That's not a thing? Not a thing. What? Can't control them. Can't. The animal has a saddle. And when you kill it, it drops a saddle. But yet you can't ride it. You can't tame it. You ride a wither. That's just what I'm saying. I'm sure you could put a person on top of a Ravager with this command. Okay. I see what you mean. But. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you can, but. Yeah. No control. The thing that was the biggest in this entire uh, snapshot was auto jump is now turned off by default. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's that's the biggest thing in your update. Oof. Mm-hmm. Granted, we know it's just a snapshot. And there's a lot of background work happening in these snapshots. Mm-hmm. But it felt like we were being teased that we'd get some kind of feature with the next uh, snapshot. And then we didn't. We got auto jump turned off by default. Yep. So it's like... Oh, come on, guys. When I see a snapshot, I'm thinking of something useful. I don't see any of this snapshot being very useful, at least for me. Right. The way I play. Personally, we're not using basically anything out of the snapshot. 
Mm-hmm. It's nice to see a snapshot come out. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. That's a start. We did get a new look of the sniffer, or our first look of the sniffer. I seen that, yeah. It does have six legs. I don't know why people were curious about that. You could see the six legs in the picture. Mm-hmm. To me, what was interesting was the sniffing animation. That nose, like, bulges and squishes in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that's adorable. It shows just how large the sniffer is. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what really stood out to me. It was the size yeah. of these things. And uh, I think from some of the recent videos or teasers, there are going to be baby ones. Uh-huh. But we haven't got to really get a look at those. So I imagine you know a smaller version. Yes. For the babies, they didn't show anything of what kind of seeds they'll be digging up. No, 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 yeah, we got no lore, no uh, functionality. We just saw them in the game, Mm -hmm. which, again, kind of a disappointment. I liked the animation the most, seeing how they're walking, how they're sniffing. That was kind of cool. I hope next snapshot we get a little bit more. Maybe see how they interact with the seeds or maybe have the babies in there. That would be good. Now, I'm, I could be mistaken. It's been a while since I heard about the sniffer, but isn't it like they're in a form of an egg that needs to be found and hatched? That's what I remember. Like, you have to find an egg, which I think you can... In the ocean? Yeah, I think you can find it in either ocean ruins or shipwrecks. Okay. And then you have to hatch the egg, which I don't know if it, I don't know if there's anything. It would be cool if you had to build like an incubation thing. So like maybe you needed to put the egg on some hay that was on top of a campfire. Hmm. And that's how you would get the eggs to hatch. If you just put an egg on the ground, yeah, oh, look, it's an egg, but it'll never hatch. If you put it above a campfire, that's the only time it'll hatch. Or cook. Yeah, we'll warm it up a little bit. <laughs> I imagine, you know, over easy, maybe scrambled. Well, that's what the hay's there for. <laughs> the hay was supposed to keep you oh, okay. from making scrambled eggs. But that that's an idea I think would be really cool. It would make the gameplay have more depth, which I like. Mm-hmm. A little bit of lure. Yeah. And it's also something that's already in the game. Uh, hay bales and campfires working together. Granted, normally you put campfires on hay bales. To now have a reason to do it the other way around would be cool. Right. Yeah, something something to add to the animation. And maybe a first look at some of these ancient flowers that we should be able to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think because they gave us the sniffer, it's not going to be long till we get to see this new flower or plant. Might not be a flower at all. Might be some kind of yeah different looking plant. Poisonous vine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I brought up the egg thing just to let people know that these things aren't roaming around like they were in the video. Not going to find them that easy, at least from what I remember. Yeah, that's kind of it for the uh, <laughs> for the news. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of wish there was more. Yeah. Not gonna happen. This just in. 1.20 dropped a snapshot and armor trims are in. What do you think of that, duds? I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> hey, I came up with that. Yeah, no, no, no. This is the first time we're, we're recording a segment outside of the podcast. So it feels weird. Mm-hmm. But it also feels right, because as soon as we finish recording that, we got pretty big news. You know, some news that we've been waiting for. Right. This is a feature both you and I have been requesting for years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Custom armor. Yep. 
I believe we bring it up later in the show, but yeah, really cool. See, that's what I was thinking. Didn't we just talk about custom armor in this episode right now? In this episode, yes. So that's pretty, uh, it's a strange coincidence (laughs) that it would come out a few days later. It really is. Custom armor. But yeah, what do you see with the custom armor? Or what do you like the most? Well, I want to go with, I have a high and a low. Okay, that's good. And it's all personal, because I love this as an update feature. Mm -hmm. One thing I don't like about the update feature is hearing that they were working on it in the nether update, and it took this long for this to come out. It's like, what caused it to be late? Is it just because it didn't fit, or is it because it took that long to actually implement it into the game? Either way, I love it, but I probably won't use it. Mm. And it's, it's just being a content creator. I have become so used to invisible armor. I really got into making my skins and creating my own look that wearing full-fledged armor again. I don't think I'll do that. I might do it on my single-player world, but yeah. Not to mention, let's talk, let's talk about the cost. Yes, that's that's the big part. They really are expensive. You have to, first you need to find the templates, which you have to go exploring for Yeah, and stuff like that. And that's, oh. Depending on which one you want, only certain structures carry. And yeah, there's a chance of getting it there. It doesn't say that it will be there, just a percentage. Yeah, and it's usually loot in a chest, with I think the only exception being the Tide template. It drops from Elder Guardians and Guardian Temples. Yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, it's like 20% chance or something like that. Yeah, it's it's a better chance of them dropping it than you finding it in a chest. Yeah, because the other ones are like 4.8 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think some of them go up to 15%, but... Yeah, I'm sure you'll find at some point that you'll find a couple in one structure. Yeah. Not just one. I mean, Bastions are pretty big, ancient cities, and uh, the uh, Nether Fortress. Bunch of chests in there, too. Yeah. Finding the templates is kind of a thing. I'm not a big fan of having to go adventuring to different places to gather materials, though. This could be, like, the moment to, like, push you to that. Yeah. I mean, if you want it, I guess. I mean, you just don't do it if you don't want it, but... I'm just a base body. I really like hanging out in my own area. I don't do a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. But I, to, it's just another collectible. I mostly play on an SMP, so I know what's going to happen. Someone is going to travel around and collect them all. And then they'll probably have a shop where you can either use them or create your own duplicate. Because you can create duplicate. It's like, what is it? Six diamonds. Seven. Plus the original template. Seven diamonds. Mm-hmm. And a special block. Yeah, block that kind of correlates with the structure you found it in. Correct. Like, was it is tied the prismarine? Mm-hmm. There's a purper for the N City one. Right. I know. I know. There's deep slate and there's amethyst. No, never mind. Those are the colors. I believe it's not a template. It's just a color. Yeah, I like it and I dislike it. I like the fact that we can make duplicates. The diamond seems a bit excessive. Now, they've got listed that the reason for this template pattern stuff is to increase the time players utilize diamond equipment before netherite, make netherite equipment a more significant achievement in game progression, 
and adapt netherite more naturally into smithing table crafting system. The last one to me is really the only one that works. Those first two increase diamond equipment time and make there are still going to be people day one on servers that are full netherite. It's just going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely happen. Yeah, I think all this does is hurt more casual players than it does make the hardcore players more casual. That being said, I'm still using an iron sword on channel 64. <laughs> hmm. Like, I haven't even upgraded to diamond yet, so... Yeah, I have, I think, netherite. No, not my not my tools. Yeah, some of my tools are netherite. I just died, died recently. Yeah, that's right, you did just die. And then some of my armor is not even netherite. I will say, I wish we had elytra trims because that's the one piece of armor that's usually always visible yeah so i would like some elytra trims and also as mentioned tool trims yeah that'd be cool would be really nice especially to tell the difference between uh silk touch and fortune picks yeah or whose pick is who yeah that's a great idea you like to customize yours sometimes you exactly get them mixed up Mm -hmm. whenever whenever multiple people die in the same spot and you have to go back and get your stuff everyone's stuff's always mixed up dragon fights on an smp always end up that way dragon fights on an smp (laughs) you always end up with someone else's stuff yeah doesn't matter how you try to keep track and give it back to them Mm -hmm. you're going to end up with like a shovel or something yeah but with this came a change to the smithing table so now instead of we would put diamond armor and then our one netherite ingot to upgrade to diamond. Now you need to have a netherite upgrade template to do that, which you can get in, I think it's a bastion. Yeah, only in the bastions, mm-hmm. which I thought that was weird. Like the ancient cities are just as challenging. I feel like there should be some in there. End cities can be quick sometimes. You can get in and out of there. That's not as challenging, but... Yeah, I think it's just to theme it. Netherite's a nether place, so the hardest place in the nether is probably a bastion. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But the designs and the colors and the objects they're using to create the colors, I love every bit of that. I think that's awesome. How about you? Yeah, I like the fact that they're not using dyes. Correct. You don't use dyes. You have to use, like, you'll get a quartz color trim or a, I was saying, amethyst. Copper color trims are my, my favorite. I love the diamond trim on the netherite. It is very good looking. I think it because it goes with my character's outfit. Uh huh. It's like same colors. I thought it would fit pretty good, but I'd need a good pattern. And I also like the fact that normally you couldn't put the netherite design on the netherite armor. You can't do that with any of them. But if you put the netherite design on a diamond armor, Mm-hmm. and upgrade the diamond, the netherite design will still be there Yeah, on top of the netherite. So I thought that was a really cool... It's the only way you can get a matching trim mm-hmm. to the armor piece. It's like a loophole. Yeah, to create a netherite trim on diamond armor and then upgrade the diamond. Mm-hmm. It won't work for any other armor type. Right. I will say I'm disappointed that you can't put trims on leather. Yeah. They're, they're saying it's kind of because they have their own colors. But I'm like, if this is the customization update, right. do it. Who cares if we're wasting diamonds on leather armor? Yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to. Right. Like, it doesn't hurt anybody because all of this is cosmetic. It doesn't affect gameplay at all. Right. It doesn't, like, if you would put the diamond trim on the netherite or the netherite trim on the diamond, that doesn't improve your armor. Right. If you put gold trim on anything, Piglins will still chase you around and try to kill you. Yeah, they don't care about that trim. Nope. They want the they want the full piece. Exactly. So trim your gold 
pieces. Right. So I'm going to do. Is there a certain armor style that you like, the template? Yes, and I had it on the top of my head. I know I like Tide. Mm-hmm. Tide is one of my favorite ones, and the Wild armor trim. That's the other one I really like. Oh, here they are. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get the picture up. Rib is also one of my favorite ones. I like Rib Pants. Rib Pants are pretty good. I think Tide was the one that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I can see myself maybe doing this on a single-player world where I'm a bit more vanilla than before, but doing videos and stuff, it's kind of like, ah, I've, I've really got attached to my skins and creating skins, so this might be something I've been, <laughs> I've been asking for for forever, but when it finally comes, I might not use it. I think when it's available on an SMP where you can buy it, you'll then get it. Probably. Trying to think if that's everything. There were some bug fixes or whatever, but we're trying to keep to yeah just some big stuff in the news. The good stuff, but yeah, it 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 is. It's getting to feel more like a yeah a creator's update. What was that called? Express yourself. Correct. Update. Yes. Yes. It it really is. Yeah, I like it. Seeing new stuff. We knew they had more stuff waiting. We were just disappointed in the pace. Yeah. Things were coming out with, but yeah, no, this is cool. I know. They don't want to make trims affect gameplay, but man, it'd be cool to be able to have like an armor piece that say it's gold and you put netherite trim on there and you get just like 10% more durability out of it. It'd be so nice. Yeah, I'm sure mods figure something out. Oh yeah, and they have these trims set up so we can be creating our own through resource packs and data packs and stuff, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to see how many people come up with. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. But I guess we need to go back to the uh, regularly scheduled podcast where we talk about wanting custom armor later. Yep, we'll see you there. Have fun editing that, Carl! Uh, let's hop into last episode. We did the Spotify and YouTube poll. Mm -hmm. And we asked you, which of our listener comment suggestion would you like best? And overwhelming on both sides was the artesian table. The anglerfish and lure from Foxfire 54, it got, a, it got a bit of votes, but the artesian table from King Robert definitely was the winner. 58% of the votes on Spotify and 91% of the votes on YouTube. Yeah. GG's on those. Speaking of Foxfire, we have some listener comments. Yeah, the first one is from foxfire 54 they ask what advice would you give someone who wanted to start making minecraft youtube videos i did answer this in the discord because it was asked in december and i knew we wouldn't be doing a live recording for a while oh uh, but i figured it would be a great idea to put it here for anyone who's not on the discord and wanted to hear our answers here yeah this is a pretty popular question yeah you know this is a question i was asking when i first started i'm sure anyone who is looking forward to making content would ask the same thing but yeah i think both of us would agree that you just need to start making videos <laughs> yes it doesn't even have to have theme or anything if you just start and get some practice in that's how that's how you begin the one thing i want to add on to mm -hmm. is make videos because you want to make videos not because you want to be famous making videos right if it's the other way around and you're making videos to be famous it's not going to be fun it's going to be work and we will all know in your videos that that's what's going on every person who watches a video can tell when your heart's in it and when it's not 
And yes, that that's my big thing. But like the gritty details, Jimbo can contest to this. Every software you need to make content is free. Yep. There's a free version of it out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So don't let money hold you back. Like, oh, I need to buy this video editing software that's like a hundred something dollars or three hundred dollars, five hundred dollars sometimes. Nah, <laughs> there's a free version out there. Mm-hmm. DaVinci Resolve, I think, is still free. Yeah, I think there's big time Minecraft YouTubers that use this. Yeah. Yeah. Even them, I'm sure some of them use free software still. Yeah. This is a advice bit that's close to my heart because I went out and I bought Sony Movie Studio Platinum when I first started doing YouTube. And that's the video video editing software I still use today because I'm like, I'll be darned if I don't get my money worth out of this after finding mm-hmm. out DaVinci Resolve, I think it's free and I think it's better. Ooh. So can be noti- or motivating to spend money on it just to know, well, I got to use it now. Yes. You know, I, I got to gotta start using this. Yeah. Get my money's worth. OBS is great recording software. Mm-hmm. It basically comes down to what do you have to work with is the big thing. So like I built my custom PC because I knew it needed to process videos while playing games. So that's why I don't use the Intel processor. I use an AMD processor because it can do more at once, whereas the Intel processor is really good at playing Minecraft. It is it is the best processor for probably playing games, but needing video editing stuff. I don't encode with my GPU, which is basically rendering video like I'm still using a GTX 1070. Like I'm using some old school GPU. You, you don't need to buy the newest and best. Mm-mm. Figure your bit rate out. That's a big one. Mic quality to me personally, I'll watch a video that doesn't have great visuals as long as the mic's good. If the mic's not good, I have a hard time staying with it. Yeah, that's the mic quality is such a big difference in video and audience retention. Like, I'm not going to watch a video if, you know, there's a bunch of echo and just it just sounds off. Yeah, make sure to get something decent with your mic quality, even if you have like a snowball. There's other features you can use to make it sound better well that's just it you can do stuff to make your sound better Mm -hmm. such as taking blankets and hanging them up around you yep i've done that i did i had a i don't want to call it a towel rack it was this rack thing on wheels that was left over that you would hang suits and stuff on and i would take a big thick blanket and hang it over this rack and then i would put it next to me to stop sound reverb and that worked out great while i was in my apartment for the longest time now that i'm in my house i I built sound panelings i didn't even pay for them i built them because i wasn't about to spend hundreds of dollars on that yeah don't let people fool you into buying expensive equipment like jimbo and i's mic setups we didn't pay more than 200 bucks for them and i want to say everyone's using that sure 7mb whatever it's like 400 dollars out of the box Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure it's a great mic but yeah you don't have to use those no you don't yeah just do it your first episode is going to be bad Mm -hmm. my first episode was bad jimbo's first episode was everyone's first episode's bad thanks (laughs) (laughs) no i admit it i'm not proud of it but i keep it there just to you know see how far i've come i keep it there so people can go back and see how far i've come Mm -hmm. i can't go back and watch it i can't it's bad yeah i think of like okay if people someone stumbles onto my channel and they're like let's watch this first episode if that's all you see i'm probably not going to get a subscriber because it's (laughs) it's not good right like it's yeah yeah that's a 
don't know. That's practice, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. Yeah. Next topic, or next question, I should say. This one's from Funky Llama. They say, not sure if anyone's asked this before, but I've been wondering if you guys ever have played on PvP Minecraft servers. Are you any good at it? Do you think PvP is a good Minecraft mechanic? I want to know your thoughts. As usual, I play on a PvP Minecraft servers instead of vanilla Minecraft. We have. We actually had a withering effect community day where if we hit a certain amount of listeners, we were going to play on, I think it was Hypixel. One of our listeners had yep. a, uh, a way to be able to reserve some areas. And uh, I am not good at PvP, period. I am horrible. I think I won one of the PvPs. You won one uh, build battle. Yes. But yeah, PvP is something that we normally do. It was fun. I did have a good time. You know, a little frustrated because I couldn't win. <laughs> Same. But it was fun all together. And you don't realize how much skill it takes to compete in one of these like bed wars and stuff like that. So it, it's definitely entertaining. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, we might do a community event in the future again. You see, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. We need to, we need to set a new goal mm-hmm. and see if we can hit that goal. Yeah. And do another one. It's just, it's not my forte. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not something I'm actively going out and looking for. Like, I don't even watch PvP videos yeah, or anything like that. I think I had just as much fun talking to, you know, listeners of the show, too, and interacting with them. That's where I had the most fun, mm-hmm. was hanging out with people. It wasn't so much the games or anything like that. Yep. And them, you know, beating our butts in every category. <laughs> yeah. I bet they had a good time. Yeah, when we lost, it wasn't even close, mm-hmm. especially for me. I remember being on the bottom of those boards a lot. It could have been, <laughs> never realized it, but it could have been like, there's Duds and Jimbo, let's get them. You know, <laughs> I want to kill Duds and Jimbo. That's why we're doing this event, is so we can kill Duds and Jimbo. So it could have been, you know, odds were against us the whole time type of deal, but I had fun uh, nonetheless. Probably. That's probably exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I'm gonna just go out and say it. That's what happened. <laughs> That's your story and you're sticking with it. Yeah. I would have won all of them, but they teamed up on me. Alright. Should we move into our new segment? Yeah. The mending Minecraft has sadly passed away. It's one of those things where we, we talked about everything. You guys literally voted on everything. The only things that were left were variations of things you had already voted on, or what I'm dubbing the losers, as they never won a single vote. We're going to be talking about those things as topics randomly throughout shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. We have them written down. But our new segment is called Creator Clash, and it's where we're going to be going through data packs and resource packs, letting you guys vote on them, and then Jimbo and I will try them out. And then we will come back and talk about them. Mm-hmm. We haven't got to try any of these out as of yet. I did have like a first look at the winner. And uh, yeah, I'd like to just get some things off my chest with that. that. That's a great way of doing it. We'll we'll announce what the packs were, what got voted on and everything. And Jimbo can give us a first look. And then next episode, I'll give you my opinion after playing with it. And then we'll go back and we'll vote on the next one. Sounds good. But our choices for the first Creator Clash, I picked these, and I can't pronounce half their name. Yeah, I was thinking how you're going to pronounce that. I, I don't know. Alacrity Resource Pack? I'm so sorry if I'm butchering names. Alacrity? That kind of rolls off tongue a little bit. I don't know how to say it, but it, it was a beautiful pack. I was pretty excited. 
Then we have the Sapphix Craft. Again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name. This one's a famous pack. It's got a lot of views and stuff. And then we have the John Smith Legacy Pack, which I think everyone knows. <laughs> See, I wasn't familiar with any of these. No. But before I get into the winner, let's announce it. Okay. And the winner of the Creator Clash is... John Smith Legacy Resource Pack. Like I said, I did a little research on this. Wasn't able to play on it right away, but the research that I did, it's a pretty cool-looking pack. More of like a middle-age... Oh, it's over here. There's a little review of it. Should I read this, what it was about? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm muting my mic because there's a helicopter over my house right now. <laughs> I think Carl left us a note about this. It says, since 2013, the John Smith Legacy Texture Pack exists, which is continuously improved by James Stone and has the Middle Ages as its main theme. You may also wonder which of the two Minecraft Texture Packs is better when comparing John Smith Legacy and Jim Stone Craft Edition. Creator and designer James Stone says the difference is that John Smith retains the normal and traditional style. I think what I'm going to do to test out these texture packs it'll probably be on a stream that's the one thing i've been meaning to stream way more than i have been like i haven't streamed at all in the last two months but i want to go into a stream and i want to go into different worlds using the resource pack and see if any of my builds work with this resource pack mm -hmm. i'm thinking ripple season two because that had a medieval theme already built into it yeah but we'll, we'll have to find out so i did a little research on this texture pack and my first thoughts what i liked about it i love the chests mm -hmm. chest looks awesome the bookshelves the randomness in the bookshelves that's something we've been wanting in minecraft to begin with yep the bed you can kind of see how the sheets you know the wrinkles in the sheets really good texture on the beds the paintings were amazing i love the way the paintings look each and every one of them were unique I don't know. These are paintings that I would like to have in my house. Really like the painting. Mm -hmm. The wood looks awesome. The planks, the the logs, all those. Yeah, I'm taking a look at the fence texture. Oh, it looks really good. Yes, they did really good on the wood. I didn't like the stone. Yeah. Not a big fan of the stone. No, it's too pixelated. Yeah, a lot of hard lines. Yes. And uh, the glass has that... I don't know if it's just a clear glass thing, but it has like the, I don't know, metal. Yeah, the like wire embed. Yes, it has that. And I'm not a fan of that. I don't know if there are others that disagree. I'm okay like putting it in in a few spaces, but when every block looks like that, I mean, I guess it goes with the theme. Yeah. There's that. Now there is a John Smith Legacy. It's called the JSC edition where these hard lines are smoothed out. So it looks it looks a lot better on a lot of blocks, but I also noticed the saturation is lower in this edition, but it does help with the stone texture. Well, the JSC is the Gemstone Craft Edition. Oh, okay. Same creator, technically a different pack. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the textures are the same. Like I said, it's just not as hard of the lines. Mm -hmm. It's smoothed out is what it looks like. I love the 3D textures. Like you could see like the amethysts are in 3D. Also, uh, the villagers. Have you seen the villagers? I have not. Oh, the villagers look awesome. 
They actually have like real looking faces. Love the way the villagers look. The armor, weapons, tools look amazing as well. Yeah, I saw the tools and weapons. Those are pretty cool. Oh, I see the villagers now. <laughs> That's so weird to see them with like faces like that. Yeah, it, it's pretty weird, but I like it. Also, a big rant I have with this texture pack. Last thing I'm going to mention, the creepers. Have you seen the creepers? No. They have headbands on. Ninja creepers? Why do they have headbands on? I don't understand it. Or ninja creepers. I don't know. Like, how would they even get a headband on? <laughs> they don't have any hands. They don't have hands. Like, they got these headbands. Somehow, someone had to put them on them. It was like, here you go. Here's a headband for you. Okay, I'm seeing the ghast and the skeletons. Those things are creepy looking. I don't think I've seen those. I haven't got to see all the mobs, but I've, I've come across that creeper. I was like, what is that? Why? I didn't like it. feel like, I don't know, the whole <laughs> bandana thing did just, I don't know, didn't sit right with me. <laughs> Where do you get that? Where do you get that bandana? Yeah. Or headband? Who put that on you? Yeah. We know you didn't put that on you. Where did you get that? There's a creeper helper out there in John Smith Legacy. Maybe it's the zombies. Maybe. Maybe they're in cahoots. Cahoots, he says. But yeah, that was my last, the last bit of my first look. I'm sure there's going to be more when I get to play it a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I'm excited to hear what people think of Creator Clash. Now, we're also hoping that maybe at some point we can have the creators on. Mm, yeah. And guest starring. So that would be cool, too. So if there's one you'd really like to have on, recommend. I want this guy on so I can ask him about these headbands. <laughs> this creeper. Uh... But overall, it, it looks good. Should we hop into our main topic? Yeah. We have two main topics. I'm going to start off with something that is going to make Jess from Channel 64 very happy. And it's going to be talking about terrain generation. Is it broken? And sitting in a call, listening to him struggle to find a seat. This is a plains biome or flower forest biome that didn't have caves sticking through the ground. Hmm. All they were looking for. And it took hours. Really? Yeah, I think they randomly came across one by luck. <laughs> and they were able to use it. But hearing the struggles he had, I'm going back and I'm looking at some of the terrain. Now, I personally love funky, messed up terrain. But I could see where a plains biome or a flower forest biome shouldn't have torn up ground. But it does. Everywhere does it. I can't walk around and not find a hole in the ground. Yeah, they seem to be everywhere. Doesn't matter what biome you plan on building. I know you hadn't, hadn't like played played in a while. Mm -hmm. But here's a little spoiler. Jimbo's new area is based around this, I don't want to say accident, mm -hmm. but this terrain deformity. Now, in his instance, it looks beautiful, but in, like, Jess's instance, it ruins the entire gameplay experience. Yeah, sometimes, like, I, I see my place as, like, a happy accident. Yes. You know, it, it looks natural. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't look like, I don't know, the game messed up somewhere, but it looks like a natural thing. So I'm sure, you know, the odds of something being generated, like the area I found, is pretty rare, so mm -hmm. you're not going to come across it too often. So it might be, you know, a happy accident. That's what I see it as. Yeah, I was excited for my area because it was a cliff face, which I remember when Caves and Cliffs came out, I go, where's the cliffs? We don't see any cliffs. There are tons of cliff faces now. 
So good job on that, Mojang. It was a cliff face in a jungle with a river running next to it, which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was able to take advantage of some broken terrain, but like I I was looking for new seats because at one point I was thinking about doing a new single player. I was thinking my single player world was just too old and that's why people weren't enjoying it. So I was looking at new seeds and I remember terrain just being broken everywhere. It didn't matter where I went. So I kind of agree with Jess. I think terrain's broken. I think they need to work on these caves poking through the ground. I think it's too much. Yeah, I think that'd be my only gripe is just, you know, the the caves poking through the ground yeah. type of deal. Everything else looks great the way everything's shaped and generated. Exactly. Sometimes you'll get some broken areas around chunks, but I don't know. I don't hate it. I like the randomness of a cave being below you. But yeah, maybe towards the surface, they can I don't know, put it in the random generated algorithm to where that's not going to happen as often. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I don't know if they can. Eh, I'm sure they can. You could do emoji. There are already data packs of mods out there that gets rid of them. Mm. So it's possible to be done. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't mind seeing, you know, so many every once in a while, but yeah, they seem to be in every biome. They're always there. You always got to watch your step. Yeah. Sometimes it's it's nice to build in these areas, the broken ground generated. Well, even Ripple Season 4, I was building in a Mega Taiga, and I, sure enough, I remember covering up lots of holes that I was constantly falling into, walking between my buildings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I think I turned one of them into a lake. I do like how you come across one every once in a while, and you can see pretty much all the way down to Deep Slate. That's really cool. Yeah. Don't want to fall in those. <laughs> no. For a lot of people joining the hardcore world, those are death traps. Those are those are series-ending traps. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another thing to look out for. Unless you're good at the old water bucket placement, which I'm not. Yeah. Or do you even have a water bucket that early in the game? Oh, yeah. Right. So we hop on to the next topic, which was armor and tool improvements. Mm-hmm. This might be a little too overpowered, but the way I see it in Minecraft is basically <laughs> within a month of starting, even sooner for some players, usually within like two or three days, you're already overpowered anyways. I want a chest plate to be able to have an elytra attachment. Mm-hmm. I really like that idea. And yeah, it's overpowered and probably a little too much, but it's something I've wanted since I saw elytra in the game. Yeah, even if it if it was like a netherite chest plate, like maybe you have to get like a really good chest plate or an enchantment even. Yeah. That allows it to be connected. I like the idea. Thought it would be a thing eventually, but here we are. <laughs> My main thing is variety. I mean, there's... Yeah. They all look the same, you know, and I just, I would really like more variety on not just armor, but tools and weapons. No, I agree. Having something other than a sword, like we have the uh, what's it called? The pokey stick, trident. There we go, trident <laughs> forever known as pokey stick. But we have that. But unless you're facing guardians or squid, it's useless. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you want some creeper heads, sure, yeah, we could do that or do the riptide through the rain, which is only fun during those times. You know, you can't use them all the time. That enchantment, right? Beef some of the stuff up you already have, like. Crossbows. I remember purposely making myself use a crossbow, and I only used it for about two weeks before I said, this thing is garbage. And I had the best enchantments you could put on there, and then I even switched some enchantments thinking, well, maybe this isn't the best configuration. 
And this is where I kind of think Mojang should look at first-person shooters. And I'm not saying add a gun to Minecraft. What I'm saying is you need to look at damage per second or damage per tick, stuff like that, as a way to balance some of the stuff you have there now. Right? My shoe got cut underneath my chair and it's making a really squeaky noise. I was like, what the heck is that sound? <laughs> the trident is a slower weapon, so it should do more damage per second. Same with the crossbow, but they just don't. Maybe a crossbow doesn't do great damage up close, but the further you shoot the crossbow, because it is a crossbow, it can it should be able to outshoot the bow. Maybe it doesn't have as much of a drop-off, and maybe it does higher damage with more distance, which means maybe you can get that one-shot headshot kill from range, which would be awesome. Maybe you could put the... Why am I blinking on words? Telescope. Yeah, I don't think it's called a telescope. Either way, maybe you could put that on the crossbow, and that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly where you were going with that. Yeah. What is that thing called? Man, that is going to bug me. <laughs> it's going to bug me, too. Is it not a telescope? Obviously a telescope, but I, I think there's another name. I think you're right. I think it has a different name in Minecraft. Listeners are yelling at, at us. They're just screaming at us like, come on! It's this. Neither of you know it. We'll remember in the post-show. Yeah. We'll just randomly blurt it out in the post-show and be like, oh, yeah, I got it. Just yell it real loud when you when you figure it out, just like the audience is doing. Another thing I thought would be neat is... Uh, spyglass. Spyglass. Did you look it up? I looked it up. Oh, I was really hoping I'd fi- figure it out. <laughs> That's it. Spyglass. Yep. But yeah, t- attaching it to the crossbow would improve it so much. Mm-hmm. You have a sniper. Yeah. Sniper rifle, kind of. But yeah, uh, another thing I was going to mention is uh, the amount of enchantments you can put on things uh-huh. sometimes it can get a little ridiculous how many things you could put on there what if you could put less now i know people are confused about what i'm saying yeah i am but yeah i mean you can make this op sword there's like eight enchantments seven enchantments something ridiculous you can put on swords and some of them you don't want to put on there but uh fire aspect i don't know i i feel like you would then have a variety of weapons to choose from like whenever you would go out somewhere what sword do i need here instead of you know that one i mean it would that would hurt inventory i know it would hurt inventory well the way you would look at it is making them multi-purpose because we have a little bit of this with the axe the axe does a good bit of damage and you can critical hit one hit most things right so there's that and the preferences at least for me using the sword is i can put sweeping edge on there Mm -hmm. and i can hit multiple mobs especially i like using knockback on my sword because that means the mob is too close to me anyways so i get to punch it back and try again right you could solve the inventory issue by like say you have a a long sword a big heavy sword but it does a ton of damage per hit but it also can act like an axe cut wood and stuff Mm-hmm. So that'd be one. Maybe you have two smaller hatchets, and they do a lot of damage per second. They're they're really quick. You got to get a lot of hits in there, and they can cut wood, but it's a little bit slower. Variety. I mean, I think they've tried to do that with the gold weapons because they do attack faster, but they also just break so easy. It's not even worth it. Yeah, I do like that about the gold. How it's different in that way. Uh huh. Like I said, I would like a little bit more variety, even the way things look netherite 
kind of took that step forward to change the armor up a little bit. Yeah. Let's make it a little different. I think it would be cool to have a forging system. So you can still do the old crafting way, but if you wanted to really get into it, and you know what, this is probably already unmodded. Like, we're saying this stuff, and it's probably already out there and been out there for, like, five years. Most likely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, saying, I want the head made out of netherite because that'll increase durability, but I want the shaft of the axe made out of gold so it makes swinging faster, but I need the handle to be made out of diamond for better grip or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would work. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just thought, like, if you could only put so many enchantments on something, it would give it a little bit more challenge to the game if you're looking for that. But, I mean, that's always something you could do yourself. You know, you don't need a mod or to change the game for that. You could do that yourself. I'm trying to think if there's any, like, toned-down vanilla improvements. Is it, I think new enchantments, what you said, would be really cool. We're getting some of that stuff for armor and stuff. We Swift Sneak, uh, Soul Speed. Mm-hmm recently come out maybe an enchantment that would allow you to use your axe as shears so i didn't have to constantly run around grabbing shears would be nice yeah or maybe if i put my axe in my primary and my sword in my secondary and click they act like shears you make shears exactly that'd be funny yeah i don't see that being a thing but me either i like the thought yeah more enchantments definitely would be helpful you know everyone likes new enchantments Mm-hmm. I do like, I don't mind the fact that like two enchantments can be, there are certain two enchantments that can't be combined. Yeah. I don't mind that, really. Especially if they, you know, are opposite of each other. Like you could possibly use this and this because they both do something completely different. For instance, with the trident, the lightning and the, or the channeling and the riptide, mm-hmm. you couldn't possibly use both of those. Correct. Everyone's going to go to, Mending and Infinity Bow. Mm-hmm. That one I still don't get, but we're going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're good on time. Yeah. Maybe we'll come up with like specific improvements in the future. Yeah, if there's a tool or armor improvement you'd like us to talk about or an idea you had, let us know. Mm-hmm. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk-level patrons are Arrington, Omni, Bobo Plays Games, Fragile Rock, Frunky Llama, <laughs> Funky Llama, Casey Plays Games, Loki, and Nathlag. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, rate and follow us so you never miss a future episode. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com. Tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the music... The... Jeez. Oh, man. You can tell it's been a while since I've had to read the script. Mm-hmm. I nailed mine. I know, I know. I don't know what the problem is. My problem is I can't breathe. <laughs> Carl, make sure the show ends up where it should be, and the amazing music you hear throughout the show was created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting weathered with us. You should probably drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.